0: Future depends on you and me. Inspiring
1: conversations. Inspiring conversations. We
0: already have victory.
1: With Team PNG. With Team PNG. This is
2: all
1: and we're proud to be. We're proud to be Papua New Guinea. It's full time. PNG defeating Samoa, 30 points to nil This is land we're proud to be. Two uh, representatives from Papua New Guinea have one the first step.
2: you're doing your best. Our future depends on you and
3: me. Be honest with yourself.
2: Through God, we already have victory.
3: I value on that honesty.
2: This is all land we're proud to be. We're proud to
3: be Papua New Guinea. Inspiring conversations with Team PNG. We're proud to be Papua
2: New Guinea.
3: When Team PNG proudly wears the black, red and gold on the world stage, our athletes represent so much more than just the will to win. They stand for the PNG Olympic Committee values of honesty, excellence, respect, and openness, as well as the Olympic value of friendship. These are values not only for our athletes, but for you, for me, and everyone. Welcome to Inspiring Conversations with Team PNG. I am Aaron Carney. Today, in the second of a series of conversations brought to you by the Papua New Guinea Olympic Committee, as part of the Australian Government Pacific Oz Sports Program, we've assembled three great contributors to sport in Papua New Guinea. Julian Leka-Maliaki has more than two decades of experience in policy development, trade investment facilitation, private sector development and development cooperation. Currently working for the Australian Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade, she's responsible for the management and oversight of a number of programs under the Australian Government's Economic and Inclusive Growth Program and has just been appointed to the Board of Trustees for National Superannuation Fund Limited in PNG. She represented PNG at the inaugural Under 21 World Youth Netball Cup in Canberra, competed at three senior netball world cups, three Pacific Games, and three mini games. And after retiring, she spent almost a decade as president of Netball PNG. Welcome, Julianne.
1: Thank you very much, Erin.
3: Ryan Pinney has represented Papua New Guinea at four Olympic Games and three Commonwealth Games, holding many national and Oceania records. He has been crowned Best Male Athlete in PNG 10 times, Best Male Athlete at the Pacific Games in 2015 in POM, and Best Male Athlete from ONOC in Oceania 2015. He is chair of the Papua New Guinea Olympic Committee Athletes Commission and executive board member of the PNG Olympic Committee and Pacific Games Council and has been awarded an MBE for his contribution to sports in Papua New Guinea. Welcome, Ryan. An honour to have you here.
0: Thank you, Aaron. Good to be here.
3: And Dika Toa has competed at four Olympic Games and she is eyeing her fifth. At just 16 years of age, she was the first woman ever to lift weight at an Olympic event, competing in the 48 kilogram category at the Sydney 2000 Games. She has won a Commonwealth Games gold medal, as well as two silver, three Pacific Games gold medals and about a dozen Oceania titles. She is also a businesswoman, a mother and one of the most remarkable athletes ever produced in the Pacific. Welcome, Dika.
2: Thank you, Aaron.
3: Glad to be here. Dika, let's start with you. When you hear the word excellence, what picture comes to your mind?
2: As an elite athlete, um, excellence is um, not just achieving what you want, but excelling in life, in your career path, whether it's in sport or in life, whether it's a job that you have in an office. As long as you're doing your best in what you're doing and excelling, it describes the word excellence.
3: Ryan, what is excellence
0: to you? That that word to me, I, I immediately think to a, a big change in my career, which which probably happened, uh, you know, in my early twenties when I started to to really pick up my sport and and uh, I guess I found that that passion and the attitude changed in my career, and, and that was sort of seeking that excellence and how I can better myself, not just competing against others and trying to beat other people, but it was about just trying to better myself and that sort of came down to looking at my training sessions every day and what I was doing to make sure that I was hopping out of the pool from that training session knowing that I completed everything that I had wanted to do. When I look back at 2006 Commonwealth Games, that was probably a result of that change for me to get into that excellence And it really drove home the the years after that and trying to prove to myself how I can best myself. And that does take a lot of responsibility. You have to learn to adapt, Uh, you know, that fear of failure and and overcoming failure and learning to accept, you know, looking at goals and and challenging yourself as much as you can. And unfortunately, it's it's a, you know, for me, it was a bit of a lonely stretch, but that's what it takes to, you know, for me, that's what it took to become as, as good as I could in the water.
3: Julianne, I want to ask that same question to you. When you see the word excellence written on the page or you hear somebody talk about the pursuit of excellence, what does that mean in your mind?
1: I think it's all about our life's journey as individuals, as as a country as well, and and where you want to go, where you want to head into the future, and what you would like to see yourself at the end of the day. And so excellence is challenging yourself. To do the best, checking in with yourself and, and setting goals and eventually getting there from a sporting career pathway and wanting to aspire to greater heights. And so it's it's finding the best in you and wanting to better yourself and along the way you learn, you fall, you pick up a game, and it's wanting to make sure that you build a, a brand about yourself eventually because that's that's what you know, the view of the world would be on you on on how
3: you've been able to achieve your goals. Ryan, something you said there that excellence wasn't natural, wasn't just inside you. It was something you had to recognise, engage with, and change your behavior to pursue.
0: Yeah, that's right. It it sort of came to me as as I found this bit of a deep passion for the sports and it and it came through, you know, something that you know, growing up um, as a teenager, I was I was always involved with swimming and and I enjoyed it. But finding that fire in the belly, it was always just just something that I did. And it wasn't until you know later on that I sort of discovered that that there was more potential with it. And I started to to feel that fire in the belly, the the passion to be able to succeed. And and it was sort of you know more based around my own personal feeling that I wanted to succeed. And and how I went about that completely changed. And it was all um, pretty well self-motivated. Yeah, and that's, that's the whole thing about finding passion is that once there's a joy in effort, it, it becomes easy when you find that passion and, and that's really important for people to find. So I you know, followed this along and I started just, just changing a lot of things and, and finding new goals just to you know, succeed in, in the world of sports. So yeah, it, it did come not so naturally and then I, I feel like now I can look back on the sports and how that has helped me adapt really well because I've gone through the struggles of sort of trying to find and fit my way in on how to be the best I can be. And to now, if you know, when I look at things, it feels like a shortcut because I know what works for me. I know how to work around things to, to make sure that I, I fit into that world of excellence a lot quicker. It takes a lot of failures and a lot of triumphs to get along the way, and that's what learning is all about. And I've, I've taken that through to, uh, hopefully, uh, the life after sports.
3: Dika, would you say that you were naturally hungry for excellence or is it something that you have to actively think about and pursue?
2: As for me, I was a very sporty person. When I was in school, I used to you know, do a lot of sports. Uh, I, I loved playing sport. I started off as a netball player at at a very young age, just like weightlifting. So I was trying out all, all the other sports. I played football, volleyball, even and then did javelin and shot putting That was something that I had, the fire that I had in me, but not realizing until I went to my first Olympic Games in 2000 in Sydney. I didn't realize the standard of the competition. You know, I, I remember when I was interviewed, I said, I will bring home a medal. Not knowing the standard of the competition was so high, and being a young young girl um, coming out for the first time on the stage, I was so nervous. Uh, when I look back at it, I I've had it all along in me, but I just tend to find my way as the years went by, maturing into sport and maturing as a young lady. I sort of realized and knew and found out what excellence was and you know the the importance and what needs to be done, prioritizing and the sacrifices and what we have to put in in order to excel.
3: Julian, what about for you? When we talk about excellence and what it means on a daily basis, do you feel like you have to actively strive for it, make a series of decisions that today you are going to be pursuing excellence? Or do you feel like it's just inside you and it's how you move through the world?
1: That's an excellent question, Aaron. I always hone down on where you started from or where we started from and take a leaf out of my dad's books. The values that he set for us and the benchmarks he set for us, it laid the platform for his children. And so I look at families, The upbringing you have as well. And in a cultural setting like Papua New Guinea and, and the Pacific, for that matter, we aspire to certain values that have been instilled in us. So I suppose over the years, I took those with me along my journey towards excellence, whether it be in sports or now in my professional career. So it's the values that are instilled in you from the very beginning. And you pick out the winners in those values. And that's what I've been able to use. And on a daily basis, I have a certain style of how I want to begin my day. I have a certain style of how I want to end my day. and been very disciplined because if you want to aspire to be excellent there are some things that you must work towards on a daily basis so that you achieve the goals that you want to set up for yourself. So family is also very important, Erin, um, and how you're brought up um, also shapes you to what you want to be. And I've, that's always been the foundations on where I've come from, is having a really good family that backs you, a society, a, a group of people that you work with, surround yourself with, and you carry those values all the way through your life in whatever you want to aspire to. and think as long as you have excellence and wanting to aspire to that, you carry the fundamental values that you grew up with all the way through.
3: I think you raise a fascinating point there, that there might be somebody listening to this who says, look, my sporting days are over, even my working days are over, what is excellence to me? But what I heard you just say there, Julianne, is that we all play a role in each other's excellence, that people can only excel if they have a supportive environment.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with what you just said. The environment that we live in shapes who we are as well, and um, the Environment is a contributing factor to how we want to explain and how we want to excel in, in Papua New Guinea. We live in a very dynamic, ever-evolving environment, and, and there are challenges and or opportunities as well. And how we pick up the winners from that shapes who we are.
3: Dika, can you speak on that subject as well as somebody who has been an elite athlete since you were a teenager? How have you managed to avoid temptation, disruption, distraction, just the natural barriers to excellence that can occur in life that everyone faces in their pursuit of excellence?
2: Coming from a village setting, I've faced a lot of challenges, but I was very fortunate to um go overseas and train where I was away from everyone. And I think that is one thing that has um, driven me to excel. Coming from a family in the village, I had to uh, attend school um, in a village setting and I've had a lot of peers around and I'm very fortunate that I was raised, like Julian mentioned, um, it's the upbringing in your family. I was raised by my parents in a very strict environment. Uh, my parents were disciplined and my dad's uncle's reverence. So we're very tied to our Christian beliefs and ways and principles of, of living life. So that paved our way, especially for me. Uh, we had to have that respect and be kind to others. and. Even though situations sometimes didn't allow, but I'm very privileged, a young lady getting into a sport where it was you know, known as a man's sport. These were some of the challenges that I had to go through. Some of the comments that I got from people, you know, you won't be able to grow taller. You won't be able to have kids in, your, in the future. All these things were coming in, and these are customary beliefs and the attitude of a village uh, setting or the community. So I had to break through all those barriers because I had the fire in me, and I was inspired by so many athletes around the world, um, especially Kathy Freeman, who has been an athlete that I looked up to. You know, watching her race every race with determination and just getting across the finish line, that inspired me so much. Although we are two different sports, but I think she comes from a, a background similar to what we have back here in Papua New Guinea. So facing these challenges makes you grow and also gives you the confidence to excel in life and also in what you do. Looking back at it in you know, 20 years is a very long time, but it doesn't seem like it has been 20 years for me and I'm still looking forward to the years ahead. We don't know how long but as long as we have that fighting spirit and the will and the determination to carry us forward in excelling.
3: Have you had the chance to meet Kathy Freeman?
2: Not yet but I hope to meet her one day.
3: That would be a special day. Ryan, can you relate to that idea that over the course of time, there are a thousand different ways that you can fail? There are a million different temptations and that excellence is so hard for that reason?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You put yourself into this world where you, you're you trying to excel, for me it was excelling in the sport. So there's a lot of sacrifices that you have to make, and that's for me. There was a lot of you know, socialising with friends and even seeing family. I was I was away from my family for years, living away and, and competing and training as well. So the, the temptations are are very very real, and I think once you're you're fighting for something and, and the the real challenge is, is, you know, I was always looking, you know, a year or two two or three years out of what I wanted to achieve and, and along that way, yeah, there's a lot of challenges to, to meet and, you know, staying along that, that line, which can be quite thin at sometimes, is really difficult and I think going back along the lines of people around you, it is really important to have the people around you that, that are along with you. They know what you're trying to succeed for and they can understand the sacrifices that you're making, which makes things a lot easier sometimes the challenges can be you know when you do get injured trying to make your way out of it i've had quite a few injuries and operations on my on my body that has seen me for weeks out of the water and just trying to adapt and to to get your head around the challenges of getting back into the water and and succeeding again and and that was a whole another level of excellence that you had to try and achieve because that failure something that happened out of the blue and you had to adapt and to try and succeed and, and get back in the water uh, for me. So, yeah, that was a challenge. And I think that, that really paved a, a big way and changed my mindset on how I can adapt and how I can train my body to, to believe that I was still capable of doing something even though I was less prepared or ready to, to compete. So. You yeah, for me, I just had to make sure that I was, I was staying on track as much as I could. If something did happen, how can I change to get back in and, and do the best I can? So, yeah, it's a real learning curve. But, yeah, having the, the people around you is, is really, really important.
3: I want you all to finish with some advice, Julianne. I come to you first. If I'm listening to this and I hear the amazing achievements of you three performers i say it's easy there's a gold medal at the end for you if you work hard your reasons for excellence are obvious but you've moved beyond a sporting career now julian as has ryan why do you still want to be better tomorrow than you are today
1: having that mind frame and set up that you've, you know, as a sporting person, we've come along that journey and taking the good learnings from that, uh, being an elite athlete. What has made us successful in that post being an athlete, we move on in life like everything else and everyone else? And how do we want to maintain relevance as an individual? How do we still want to contribute to the society as an individual? Where are our strengths that we can contribute? And I think I've been blessed to be able to to find that sweet spot and for myself. If it wasn't for sports, if it wasn't for netball, I would not be where I am today because it gave me the opportunity to explore myself, gave me the discipline, key traits of being consistent, having that gratitude and compassion as an athlete and wanting to persevere all throughout, and you take that with you. Pursuing excellence is is ongoing. It's like I said earlier on. It's 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 one's life journey, and whichever way you want to craft your life, as long as you maintain consistency. Consistency is so critical in life, and I'm beginning to see this since I left netball as an elite athlete and or an administrator. But you carry those. Values that you grew with, you bring them across to the other side. And then how do you translate that to your career pathway, leadership pathways, whichever pathway you choose, but consistency, discipline are key traits that I carry with me. And it makes sense if you want to enjoy the rest of your downtime in life, post being an elite athlete, you got to continue to pursue excellence because then you get to enjoy that vision that you've set out in life. Um, And if you tick off the boxes as you go along, you will find that you want to aspire to more. You want to do greater things. You want to reach out to more people. You want to influence more people. And this is where and why excellence is still so relevant. Irrespective of as a sports person, as a professional, in whatever we do and whatever I do at the moment, I still want to make sure that I have influence and I can pass that on to future and aspiring sports people to say that, yes, you can be the best athlete, but yes, you also have the opportunity to aspire to greater things. And sports is so relevant in that because it shapes you, it gives you the values, it gives you the foundations where you can grow from, but this is where it can also take you. And it can also influence other people to come along that journey. And so that's why sports is so relevant um, when you look from a development point of view, because this is where you instill the values of you know, discipline, commitment, just being a good person in society and adding value to the country's development objectives because post being an athlete, you still continue those values in, in your in your job or, or business or whatever you set up in life that you want to do. And of course, yes, you're faced with challenges, the operating context, the lack of a good support system, robust system that supports sportsmen and women. But yes, you can take those and then you can build yourself in another capacity. And I'm blessed to be enjoying that journey right now. I'm blessed to be able to influence some of the decisions from a policy point of view for sports and what that means for a future generation of elite athletes, but beyond sports as well.
3: Oh, that's such a wonderful answer. Thank you so much. Dika, one day you will have to retire. I think given what else you have done in your life, you will continue to pursue excellence Why? You could just go and sit on the veranda and soak up the sun for the rest of your days. Why will you continue to want to be your best?
2: What you achieve in life and when you excel, you have the desire to continue what you're doing. So I'm sure if I retire, and I will one day, as an athlete, I would... I would like to continue um, helping my sport, the sport of weightlifting, and also um, helping out in developing my country in sports. And also, if I do get a transition in whatever I aspire to be, I still want to continue and share my excellence and share my experiences and and teach aspiring athletes or you know, athletes who are who are still trying to get to the elite level or uh, who are, you know, still in the local, lo- local level, national level. I just want to continue helping out and reaching out to people, the rural areas and also in the national level to get them to the level where I am right now. And you know, I want them to reach the standard and the level that I have reached in what I have, you know, excelled through sport as like what Gillian said it's not just in sport but all these trades and um, values that we have that we take with us and we we give back to the community as a whole so um, I'm looking forward to working with them and I, I love to work with kids and going out to schools and just promoting sport itself and sharing my experiences that's just one thing that i want to do to aspire and inspire people especially young people
3: it sounds like there are many exciting chapters still to be written in your story Dika, and papua new guinea's future will be brighter for having you in it ryan to you you have had that awkward moment where you don't have to be up and be in the pool there are no medals in your future and you have to find a way to move forward with life feel a sense of achievement pursue excellence and the pool is not going to be the place where that happens what have you learned in that process
0: it, it has been tough quite a lot of people talk about it now more than ever you know, when you finish a sport and you're not quite prepared what do you do um you know i think for me I, I just i couldn't find what it was i was you know that purpose outside of swimming even though i knew that um i didn't have that fire in my belly anymore for for swimming i, I knew that was it was time for me to to pass it on and, and to find something else and you know to have a different balance in life so it was really difficult and i, I went through some you know, mental struggles with it um but you know i mean i'm, I'm very fortunate that um, you know, we have a family business here that I could could jump into, but you know, it's it's still you know for me that's that's fine, but it's also you know, I am coming to work, that's great, but where is my passion? You know, what what is my passion about it? Uh, and it, it did actually take some time to find where I where I sat within the business and and what my passions would be. So I eventually found that, but I think you know for me now, what I am really passionate about is and it is exactly what we're talking about. It is helping athletes find that within themselves. And we've developed this really good program, which is called the Heroes Program within the Olympic Committee. And that uh, we get athletes together and and we we help them find who they are, what their passions are, and and how they go about finding it and and pursuing it. So it's really important for me, you know, coming out of this, and I feel a a great sense of passion and, and accomplishment by. You know, giving my learnings throughout my career as an athlete and, and coming out and being a, a person in the workforce in the corporate world uh, and, and just helping them find their way. And we've got um, some great athletes, Dika was one of those, that can pass on their knowledge as well. So it's, it's this great little ecosystem that we have. And athletes have this really, really amazing Passion and attitude about their life, their life stories, and how they've become an elite athlete. But putting that into the corporate perspective uh, can be a challenge. So, so we work through it and give them this platform to work on. So that's, that's sort of you know a bit of my passion now, and it's kept me busy outside of work, which I absolutely love. Yeah, so it's it's, it's very very rewarding. Yeah, for me now, I've got my family. I've got a really good balance of life. I do try to keep in the pool, you know, where I can. But yeah, it's it's certainly interesting not being uh, that fit in the water anymore.
3: So much wisdom, so much inspiration and, dare I say, so much excellence in this discussion, but it is where we have to leave it for now and leave this edition of Inspiring Conversations with Team PNG. Thank you so much to our stellar panel, former Netball PNG President, International Representative, Senior Program Manager at the Australian Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade, Julianne Lekamaliaki. Thank you. Thank you
1: very much, Erin.
3: The most successful male athlete in PNG history, now a guardian of sport for future generations, Ryan Pinney, thank you. Thank you, Aaron. And the most successful female athlete in PNG history, with, as we've heard, some marvellous chapters yet to be written. Dika Toa, thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you also to the Papua New Guinea Olympic Committee and the PNG Australia Partnership for making this series possible. If you are hearing this through your radio, it is also available as a podcast and we encourage you to share and perhaps have your own inspiring conversation about the value of excellence in your life and take up the challenge to facilitate excellence in those around you. I'm Aaron Carney. This has been Inspiring Conversations with Team PNG and we look forward to having you on our team again soon.